this week we pick up the second half of my conversation on conscience with Father Patrick Henry Reardon, priest of All Saints Orthodox Church here in Chicago and senior editor of Touchstone Magazine. In the first half of this conversation, Father Pat explained that conscience is not an individual human mind sifting through his feelings of right and wrong. Rather, conscience, he explained, is the human mind under the authority of God. But if that's what conscience is, then how are we to know when we are working from conscience? So conscience then is, uh, I mean, I can hear if I told somebody, Again, I'm always trying to think of it in terms of, let's say I'm at a bar and I'm talking to somebody and I tell them that conscience is uh, a conversation with God, and, and they say, well, that's what you say. No, I don't, it's not a conversation with God. I mean, maybe it is. It's, it's God's authority asserting itself in the human mind. It's the authority of moral truth asserting itself in the human mind. Now, there is some conversation because there are questions, moral questions, that must be ironed out. And man must think through some of these things. Not everything is, is, is perfectly clear on the first on the first thought. But bit by bit, bit by bit, the human race has done this. Bit by bit, we have dis- determined that you may not take an innocent life. Mm-hmm. That you may not violate the structure of marriage. That you may not steal someone else's property. That you may not bear false witness against somebody in court. Bit by bit, we, we've settled. Those things are fixed. You what about a it? child? Does a, ch- a child has a conscience, or does he not? The child, the child is gradually acquiring a conscience. Uh, the, the the child, no, the little children, as as I've noticed them, little children don't have consciences. No, when I, when I've, I've raised kids that they don't have consciences. So feeling guilty about doing something you're not supposed to do. That has nothing to do with it. It has something to do with it. No. It, it is it's one of the sources of conscience, and that is the feeling of shame. And that's, and that's an important psychological um, component in the formation of conscience. Conscience is not all that abstract. It has, to do with, it has to do with the fullness of human being. It has to do, therefore, with our emotions, our memory, our imagination. Just having, just having certain psychological hang-ups about certain subjects, that's not conscience, no. At least it's not an informed conscience. Uh, I deal with that all the time in, in confession and spiritual direction, where people will feel, for example, that something is wrong. There's nothing wrong with it at all. They just, they just taught that it was wrong. Mm. Okay, I guess I, I don't quite know. How am I supposed to know if I'm working from conscience? Is conscience something I cultivate and I can readily recognize? Ah, this is my conscience at work. Or is it? You know, I think you can't. You can't do that. But see, sometimes conscience will be uncertain. Take 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 one of the great studies of conscience in in uh, in, in modern theater, *Man for All Seasons* by Bolt, which is the story of of, of, of Saint Thomas More. Mm-hmm. Everybody around Saint Thomas More disagreed with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody around him. His family. He stood up. He, his family, even the church in England, didn't agree with him. Well, how did how did how did how did Thomas More know that he was not simply being self-willed and stubborn? How did he know that? I think because there's another implicit, fixed position. It is this, a statement of Saint Augustine, 
Securus judicat orbis terrarum. The whole world is a safe judge. He knew, Thomas More knew, that what was going on in England violated all of Christian history. He knew that. And he was going to stand with Christian history. Particularly, he was going to stand with the, with the hierarchy of the church descended from the apostles. And he would not go along with the king. All right, I have to drill down this a little bit more um, because I don't quite, I still don't quite understand. I mean, we say I have a bad conscience, or, or but it might be God's authority that gives me that sense of a bad conscience, or it just might be my own feelings. I still don't understand how an individual is supposed to know if, 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 if we're talking about conscience or feelings or something else. Conscience is not just an individual enterprise. Okay. Conscience is the mind's perception of truth, but, but the human mind does not work in isolation. The human mind works in a community of human minds. My conscience is largely informed by the consciences of others. There's a, there is a, a, an accumulation of wisdom in human moral thought, and the Christian church has grasped hold of that. We've inherited so much of it from, from, from the, the Bible, but this, there's also the tradition worked out in the church, tradition of natural law. For example, in the, in the very touchy questions of conscience going on in contemporary, in contemporary medicine, in contemporary politics, contemporary economics, we don't, we don't depend just on reading the Bible and getting principles from the Bible. We do that. But there is an accumulated moral heritage that churches thought through certain things. For example... The church has arrived at a fixed point. Namely, one may never do something evil for the purpose of doing of, of a good of a good result. One may never do that. One may never do anything evil. See, that's a fixed point. The church has decided on that. We don't we might not know that on our own. But this is something that the church, the people of God, have arrived at. Now, I don't know that that is ever spelled out word for word in the Bible. But gradually through, through the centuries, Christian wisdom has come to see that that is a fixed point. So, for example, on the, report, the uh, question of abortion, we may never, ever, under any circumstances, deliberately take an innocent human life. I don't care how the child was conceived, it makes not the slightest difference. We may not intentionally and purposely kill that child. Mm -hmm.